0: Welcome to Curtain to the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. The ghost of Claire.
1: Hello. And Pete. Hello. Claire's <laughs> not here this week. She's still hungover. She's hungover from being at London yes, she New went, Year's Eve. So she, she went a bit a bit wild, I think. Yeah, so
0: she went to London New Year's Eve, and she has not returned. Well, she has returned. She's fine.
1: She's just really hungover. Well, I've seen the, the video of her singing wildly New Year's <laughs> Eve, like that she's posted on Facebook, so... If that's anything to go by, I can understand why she's probably still feeling a bit rough now. Yeah. We're going we're to soldier on without her,
0: and our best wishes to her. Today we're going to talk about the 1974 Kiyomi UFO crash in Mexico. Mexico's Roswell, if you will. Is it that where it
1: was, pretty much, was it? Well,
0: yeah, well, this New Mexico, Mexico. Right. No, yeah, New it's Me- a different one to Roswell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: This was after, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, Roswell was 1947. This is 1974, although it is reversed round. Mm -hmm. As a coincidence, who knows? First of all, thanks to returning listeners. I'll throw out a quick R.I.P.D. to Pele, goddess of the volcano. Absolutely, and next, and footballer. Yeah, Yeah. R.I.P. Pele. Maxi Jazz of the band Faithless. I'm sure you've all heard Insomniac. Easy's passed away.
1: Can't get no sleep. Um, And let's not forget Pope Benedict.
0: R.I.P.D. The Nazi
1: Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Nazi, pedophile yeah, yeah, well, R. I'm just going to pause you there a second to say, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly,
0: R.I.P. <clears throat> I think he did help cover up. Of course he did. Of course he did. I read an obituary of him saying that he tried to go make the church more liberal, but was blocked at every turn, and uh. that's why he quit.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Make it more Nazi. Mate, I was going to say what, <laughs> what, doing the old bloody Zeke Heil fucking Nazi salute and that. Well, maybe. he was the Hitler Youth as a child. I suppose everyone
0: was in the Hitler Youth in nineteen forties Germany, though. In all fairness, you can fair forgive least.
1: somebody for that because they were forced. They were basically forced into it. A lot yeah. of them, and they knew no better anyway. It's but, still, it's still
0: fun to say he's a Nazi, yeah, though, yeah, isn't it? Forever known as a Nazi poet,
1: <laughs> <weren't laughs> either way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who else have I missed? There's another one gone. Cohen. George Cohen. George Cohen, England, England footballer. England footballer from 1966, World Cup fame. So 2022, the Reaper's been particularly active in this last week. been pretty fucking active over the whole year, in all fairness, hasn't he? We lost some absolute legends last year. That's true. If I'd have, if I'd have thought about it, I'd have done a small list.
0: Then we'd have had a memorial section. It would have been
1: section. a <laughs> big list, mate. It would have been a big list. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked everybody. You know, he's mm. still.
0: Just a few. Yeah. Let's start with some new and returning listeners, then we'll get on to uh, the Coyome crash. Bedford in the UK, Kostani in, in Kazakhstan, Frankfurt, Germany, Garela in Romania, Boardman, Oregon, New York, New City, New York, Whitehall, Michigan, Bengaluru in India, Stevenage in the UK, Manasaur in Spain, Ashburn, Virginia, and Belfast. In the UK, wow! There we go. That's those are the s- selection of listeners for the week. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. A happy new year to you all. Thanks for yep. your listens over the last year. Tell a friend. Tell several friends that we are on Facebook at Cutting the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. YouTube at Apocalypse Ball, and we're on pretty much every sound SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting Through the Ball in the PTA. So let's talk about this one: the Kiomi crash of 1974. It's an interesting one, I like it. I've done a little bit of, I've done a bit of a rabbit holes in the Majestic 12 documents as well. I've never heard of this before, I'll be honest. How how high was this? What do you mean,
2: how
1: high was, <laughs> <that>? how <laughs> was I when
2: I was researching this? Well, how, uh, high were they? Like, how, how high, high was it? How high it? were they when they concocted the, the story? If it's a
1: mid-air collision, what, Where? How are we talking mid-air, like 100 feet, 7,000 feet? A few thousand feet. Well, don't worry, we'll get to it. No, all I'm wondering whether I've actually seen something about this. Is there any video footage of it at all? No, right. I haven't seen it. Certainly, none that's been released. Right, very true. Mm -hmm. Because there are, uh, there's a few videos I've seen that there was like a silvery something or other that it it, it is filmed crashing in the that kind of. Assume that. Cut that down for me later on. It it was in one of those bloody TV series. Oh, it could have been. Could have been a reconstruction then. It was that program that does the reconstruct, fake or fact, fact or faked. It, it was on fact or faked. Uh, no, that that wouldn't have been this one. That no, would have been a But one. it was on that, and I was. But yeah, that was like a. It, it kind of exploded in midair, like as if it was hitting. I, I don't know whether it hit a bird or something. I like that
0: uh, show though, paranormal fact or faked.
1: Was kind of interesting, yes, that, isn't wasn't it? it? They try and debunk any. Mm. Like they get all these videos and see how easy it would be to re construct these oh, videos. A bit like mythbusters yeah yeah but dealing with exclusively oh. sort of paranormal
0: videos yeah. you know that we did the Fresno night crawlers oh, episode yeah, back in figure. the day yeah that I got that from that show that show has helped has given this podcast some fantastic material over the years <laughs> mm. check okay. out that episode yeah fresno night crawlers it's an interesting one it's it's <laughs> clearly aliens <laughs> so within ufo law, there are many cases that have managed to stand out whether because of the witnesses, the circumstances, or simply the bizarreness of it all. And the field is peppered with cases that have managed to stick it out that's particularly odd or even become legendary. Among these, some of the most conspicuous are the cases that involve alleged alien spacecraft crashing to Earth, and one very strange case of this apparently happened over the skies of Mexico and Texas in 1974. On the evening of August 26, 1974, US Air Defence Radar picked up an unidentified object over the Gulf of Mexico. The unknown object was at an approximate altitude of 75,000 feet and travelling at around 2,200 knots, which is 2,530 miles per hour. That's pretty fast, isn't you know, it? know, it's
1: higher and faster than any it's- normal...
0: Yes, it's higher and faster than our highest and fastest jet at the time, which was the SR-71. Which is about, about
1: 60,000 feet.
0: Yeah, yeah 60,000, yeah. and I, it was about 2,200 miles an hour. So it's going faster than an SR-71, which is... That's one fast ball lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it's always down to the ball lightning with you, Mike. You
1: so need to watch the Blue Book Project if you've not watched I've it. I've seen yet. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's
0: about, it's all about yeah. ball lightning and that. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I was listening to a thing this week because I was talking this. You know, high next thing was a swamp gas? Yes. Oh, it was a swamp gas reflected off Venus and all that. Apparently, he became very embarrassed by that answer later on. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was like, oh, maybe, yeah, that was probably not the right thing to say, actually. <laughs> Sounds a bit too much of a cover up, doesn't it? <laughs> it's possible, isn't it? Yeah. This flight path was taking towards US airspace about 40 miles southwest of Corpus Christi, Texas. At first, it was thought to be a meteor, for as baffled radar operators looked on, the object suddenly decelerated to 1,700 knots, about 1,955 miles per hour, and began a slow controlled descent as it turned to a heading of 290 degrees. The descent was notable for how it occurred in a series of neat controlled steps, with each new altitude maintained for five minutes before going lower again, meaning that it was no meteor.
1: Almost like it's equalising mm. as it's coming into the pressure of yeah. atmosphere. It's like equalising, okay, back down a bit more. Yeah, but the gases
0: to interchange the aircraft, the spacecraft to cool down maybe.
1: Yeah, because if you think about it, if, it, if, if it's a, a spacecraft mm-hmm. that's unknown to us, we're unknown to them, they're exploring. They don't really know what they're jumping into, so it makes sense that they're... Halt at certain altitudes, right, check it out, do a sweep, okay, right, we're safe, come down a bit more. It could be anything like, it, couldn't it? Yeah, it, could it could be. It could just be adjusting to the altitudes and things. Yeah, it could be, re-pressurizing, re-pressurizing could be of It could be venting
0: gas, yeah. could be taking oxygen on, who knows. It does show that it's not a meteor. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Whatever it was, leveled off at twenty thousand feet then passed over Texas and continued for 500 miles before disappearing at a remote and inhospitable desert area near the town of Cayame, Chihuahua, in the Chihuahua province of Mexico. I, Chihuahua. Oh, I was going to say something terrible
1: then. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I let you do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's close to the US-Mexico border. It was all very strange, but it was about to get even stranger still. It would turn out that all of this had been happening. A small plane had taken off from El Paso, Texas and headed for Mexico City, which was also picked up by radar and which also disappeared around the same location as the unidentified object.
1: It's just made me hungry, though, now. What? El Paso? Those are all El Paso,
0: Texas wraps. I'm just thinking
1: of wraps, yeah, or enchiladas. They're quite damn tasty. Mm. Too spicy for you, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't do spicy food. Enchiladas are lovely. They are. Yeah, I love them. Fucking yeah. spicy, even the mild ones, man. Mm.
2: <laughs> I love jalapenos, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah.
0: Now, at first, it was thought they'd both just gone below the radar... ...and they would appear again, but they never did. And officials began to worry that there may have been... ...an actual collision between the two. This was only further exacerbated when civilian radio traffic... ...indicated that a civilian aircraft had indeed gone down in that area... For reasons that were not specified Ooh. Mm. the plane was found to have originally been from Mexico, putting it out of u s jurisdiction and when u s officials offered assistance, they were declined by the Mexican military that seemed to be very eager to sort of forget about the whole incident in the meantime. the case would get allegedly even more bizarre still, so all right. We've got a mid-air collision. It's been verified by radar. We've got the US, who've been poking their nose in. Told to fuck off, basically. Told to, like, oh, no, you're okay, we'll deal with this.
1: Nothing to see here. Nothing to see
0: here, we'll sort this out. Nothing to see here, senor. (laughs) But, as the Majestic 12 document states, 26 pages of the Majestic 12 documents deal with... 26 pages. 26 pages deal with... The retrieval of crashed alien alien craft and the procedures and how to deal with such a thing. But they don't exist, so why do they have a procedure? Well, that's <laughs> it. Now, the Majestic 12 documents are like a very... They're one of the big splitters in the UFO community. A lot of people think they're
1: real, a lot of people think they're fake. Well, they're not saying yeah. they don't exist anymore, are they? This is why they've been letting out the information recently, haven't they?
0: Well, Majestic 12 was released a long time ago. These things were written in the 50s. Did they release it or was it leaked? Uh, leaked, I believe, but at the same time, the FBI and the CIA now actually sell these things as souvenirs on their, in their gift shop. Do they? That's because they've
1: been allowed to release shit now, haven't
2: they?
0: So we're pretty sure that they did exist on this Majestic 12. Yeah, the documents exist. Whether or not they're legit or not is what splits people. Mm. I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. I think after Roswell, and anyway, we're assuming that we know something strange went down at Roswell... In that neighbourhood. Mm. Something strange went down in that neighbourhood, exactly. Who are we going to call? Well, in this it case... It wasn't the, the Ghostbusters, <laughs> The US military, probably. And <laughs> if... Other, you know, there's been a lot of suspected UFO crashes, mainly America, mm. and around the world, but mainly America, we have to assume that the Americans are quite expert in dealing with this
1: kind of situation. Well, they just bring Will Smith up and say, hmm. Yo, get your boxing gloves on. No, he's only four. Will Smith is probably not a liar of his, he he's very young. Hmm.
0: He's not punching any aliens right now. No,
1: he'd have been probably like a baby, wouldn't he? Literally, if he was even born then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Now it turned out that the Mexican authorities had almost immediately launched a complete search of the area where the plane and unknown object had gone down, and they soon found the wreckage of civilian aircraft from the air. They found something else. Allegedly, in addition to a pletting into the plane, Mexican authorities also found the wreckage of a second aircraft, in quotes, that was apparently a disc-shaped circular object, unlike any aircraft they had ever seen, damaged, but supposedly more or less in one piece. Now when it says allegedly, yeah. Where's this information coming from? Mm. This one a report that was leaked in the 1990s.
1: Any evidence at all though. That's that's the problem. Just
0: this leaked report. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to think the Mexicans at this point are like we want some of that juicy juicy UFO stuff. Mm. Like everyone else is getting these crashes. The Americans always get it. Why well, yeah. the Americans are always
1: getting this stuff? We want to go. We want stuff because it's a technological thing, isn't it? Of course it is. Well, yeah. If you could break something down, reverse engineer, can't you? Yeah. Potentially.
0: Of course. I mean, you get a UFO crash or some juicy, juicy alien tech, and all of a sudden, you can you know, within twenty years, you can be the world's number one military power. It does make me wonder why they haven't? If they've got
1: it. Because we why don't know how far we are along ahead. Or have they? And are most of the UFOs that we do see are Mexican? <laughs> well, not the Mexicans, but yeah. super fighters Is it the? Yeah, it gives is... you away the little Mexican
0: flags on the side, i <laughs> <and> you know it. has got a little, little, little hat on it, sombrero. Yeah, <laughs> arriba, arriba, <laughs> andale, andale. That's what the U. That's what the Tic Tacs are. So they Uh-oh. sleep a lot. <laughs> Only in the afternoons. It's We're verging onto Richard Hammond territory here. Which we <laughs> <be> careful. <laughs> You got in trouble for making fun of Mexico. But you got to, it's, it's, it's true, though, isn't it? I mean, if you get alien tech and you can back-engineer that and put it into our use, you've got you All of a sudden, you've just jumped, haven't I mean, you? Technologically, you've taken several large steps. And we don't know how far they are ahead. Guy from the mm. Skunk Works who passed away mysteriously of cancer after he came out and said, we're 50 years ahead of where you think we are. It was a mistake in Einstein's calculations. We can go faster than light. We, we figured it out. Mm. He said all that in a public forum. That's mm. odd, isn't it? And then died of cancer. It's strange that, isn't it? it? may have gone a bit insane. It's the skunk. He was head of the skunk works so where they make all the top secret stuff, all the stealth bombers, the SR-71. They've all come out of the Boeing skunk works. So they've got the black triangles, the, the SR-71, the, the, sorry, the, I can't remember what they're called, no TRBs. Well, the stealth fighters, and that like well, the black the stealth fighters, the black triangles, which apparently take us to Mars and stuff. Oh, right. We've got bases yeah. on Mars. If we fly down this route further slightly, hmm. we've got a base on Mars. It's serviced by these black triangles, which we took from we developed in either a in conjunction with aliens or b from crashed alien craft. Who's to say we're not further ahead than we we are led to believe? Hmm. They're never going to give us the best
1: stuff. Oh, they just waiting until they've got enough of the best stuff to be worthwhile. I dunno, it's weird, isn't it? Well look at it one way, they were developing the
0: stealth bomber, the U two the U two. The B two about 20 years
1: before they unveiled that. The U2. A <laughs> little Irish guy runs around, runs around with a big nuke on his back. Ah, uh, uh, and the new baller! Yes, all right, don't worry, nobody can see me!
0: No, well, the U2 was a spy plane that anyway, it was in the 50s, wasn't it? <laughs> was it, the Yeah, two. yeah, yeah which yeah. was developed, of course, at the Boeing Skunk Works. I think that's where they got the name from. It, it, well, yeah, more than likely. <laughs> yeah, so who's to say that we're not further ahead? I just think they'd want to use it. They do use it, they just don't show it to us, plebs. Because mm. mm. if you also remember, think of how it would upset the balance of world power if the US just launched a fleet of basically what a hybrid alien craft against whoever their big rival is. Everyone would go, well, looks like you lied to us all them years, then where'd you get that from? <laughs> well, they just say they engineered it, didn't they? That's what they say. A scientist, did it. Yeah, well, how come you never told us about that?
2: Mm. But then it would, you know, cement their place as a number one superpower. China would be like, oh fuck. Ah, but then what if, if the Chinese the, have also got this go. stuff?
0: What if the Russians have also got this stuff? They've had crashed UFOs. The what if Russia, we we've got this stuff? Now, well, the Russians you know? are useless anyway, so they probably haven't back injured it. <laughs> Everybody just kept it in a hangar and got put, drunk. And hit it with a hammer now and again, hoping it would do something. Pour vodka on it, see what that does.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they've got. Bits of UFO. I think it's. I just don't think working. they've ever had
1: enough to yeah, to do it until not, they get a fully functional craft. That's it. Which, to our knowledge, they haven't. And I'm, I'm still knows. dubious on the fact that
2: they they may have this stuff, but if they do, I don't think it's anything
0: that they can use. The amount of concrete evidence I've given you over the course no, of these podcasts, evidence. Mike.
1: Allegedly, but but not again. this
0: podcast. All the, all the last four years, all the, all yeah. the evidence i
1: have given you. Again, it's go back to love, the blue book. It? Go back to the blue book project. The, the bit when they're looking at that mountain that opens up and it's like a secret hangar. Are you with me? Can you remember no, that I bit? can't remember that episode. And you know, we can't take the show as gospel. No, though. no. But what this this was going to be my point. How much ar- artistic license were they using in that show? Because I'm I've never seen the actual real. Well, yeah,
2: exactly. Book. He had an I'll, alien
1: art. Fact, didn't he in the show? Yeah, that's oh, what I mean. There, yeah. there was obvious artistic license used within the show, but how much is it? How much of it was was a, come from a bit of truth? Maybe mm. like, is well, there one of it? The, have they got these like special secret hangers that they are trying to develop? Well, let's face it. Every conspiracy
0: theory has at its core a nugget of truth. Because it's it started yeah. from somewhere generally, yeah. doesn't it? There's a nugget of truth yeah. in all of them. I mean, it could
2: have been the Mexican, the Mexican jet that crashed into it. Could have been an
1: experimental yeah, Mexican yeah, jet. Yeah, yeah, and that's they, why they, they cover up. Yeah, they didn't want to admit but, it. But, but, I know it was the radar action of this craft mm. does tell you a little bit more on the side of maybe it's not man-made, because... Well, flying higher and faster than anything we've this, allegedly got at the time. That's my point, and that would be impressive now. Yeah. There's nothing... I don't think we've got anything that really does that now. Well, officially, no.
0: Because so the they retired the SR-71. Mm. But there's no meant to be Project Aurora, or the the Aurora, which is meant to be faster and higher than the SR-71. But, but they've never admitted they've got but that.
2: But then if Ben says they're 50 years ahead, then that makes I, sense. Don't
1: put that
0: on me. <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Ben it, said, that's yeah. it.
2: That aircraft wouldn't be unusual now, would it, at that speed no. and that height? no. 50 years ago it was.
0: Hmm.
2: So they are 50 years ahead then that explains that, doesn't it?
0: Yeah.
2: They'll never admit they've got the Aurora either.
0: Aren't they? No. Not a surprise. So the, the Mexicans send out a team, a military team, to go and have a look at this crash site. And the best of it is, they're all talking openly on open radio channels. Hmm. So the US is just sat over in Texas. Just listening away. Listening hmm. to everything they are saying. Hmm. And again, they say, do you want any help with this? Because I think it might be something a bit more than what you're letting on, are you? And the Mexican's like, no, nope, no, nope, it's fine. But after this, satire and spy plane reconnaissance showed that the Mexican military had sent a convoy of vehicles to the site and had loaded the distinct object onto a flatbed truck. But then air surveillance showed that the Mexico- Mexican convoy had suddenly and inexplicably stopped moving. Well I guess? <laughs> what are you trying to say, Mike? The Mexican That's military... The Russians, isn't it? <laughs> are you saying that the Mexican military had sent a team to this area and then not give them enough petrol to get home? I thought I'd be a hand 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 there'd be a petrol station on the way. Bollocks! <sighs> Unwilling to take no for an answer and convinced that something far stranger than two just two crashed planes was going on, the US government put together a covert recovery team at Fort Bliss... Or just flew in the team they usually use. Dutch. Yeah. Not the men in black. No, well, no, Dutch you don't. Predator. Dutch, Dutch's team from yeah. Predator, wouldn't you? They're a rescue team. Yeah. Send them in every every time. It was Arnie, Yuri Geller. <laughs> <laughs> a, a bit of Yuri Geller madness, a bit of sideshow. I, I read a tweet from Yuri Geller this week. Mm-hmm. He claimed that not only he was on the... He was a commando in the Inteb raid, which I don't think he was. He was in the Israeli army, but I don't think he was what on the... What the hell is the Inteb raid? The Inteb raid is when the Israelis flew a load of special forces down to Uganda or places to rescue Jewish airline passengers that have been kidnapped by a German uh, terrorist gang and taken to Uganda. That. The Israelis put off this amazingly audacious commando raid rescue the hostages, Yuri Geller's now claiming to be there, mm. and also aliens turned off the Ugandan radar for oh, him. for fuck's <laughs> sake. Nothing to do with the skill of the pilots flying at like a few thousand feet all the way from Israel to fucking Uganda, but you know. the shittiness of the Ugandan radar. Maybe the shittiness <laughs> of the Ugandan radar. Either way, Yuri Geller should up and go, home. Oh,
1: he's uh, brilliant, isn't he? No.
0: Okay. <laughs> so the US government sends in its recovery team and sneaks them into Mexico to see what's going on. The 15-man team then allegedly allegedly entered the Mexican airspace aboard four unmarked helicopters. When the team arrived at the crash location, they were able to find the wreckage of the small civilian plane, a Cessna 180, as well as the eerie sight of a Mexican military jeep with four dead Mexican soldiers in it. Thinking that this was obviously a bit ominous, the team continued on to the they storm. Skin no <laughs> they weren't strung up no <laughs> oh
2: no, it wasn't the predator that no thing. he
0: wasn't there this time thinking that this was a bit ominous and probably right the team continued on to the stalled convoy where things would take a turn for the sinister when the team arrived they did so to find that all members of the Mexican recovery team were dead from unknown causes and that the large dish shaped object was still sitting there on the flatbed truck described as being six feet in diameter 16 16 feet in diameter and with no visible doors or windows and no discernible propulsion system so the aliens
2: came down killed all the Mexican soldiers and then left the disc oh we
0: forgot it no 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 it could be the fact that they opened the disc and something got out yeah but they're just leaving it there but they're all dead all the aliens could be dead
2: yeah but they're going to recover the ship aren't they Surely? Yeah. The aliens themselves? Well, I'm, I'm guessing so. You're going to kill the Mexican soldiers to leave the
1: disc? No, I think you're reading too much into it. Uh, am I? Right, that, that's a Cessna, yeah? Yes, the Cessna 180. Yep.
0: Seaplane. Seaplane. Right. But it's not necessarily a seaplane, they do make them with
2: Looks wheels. Looks like the one off Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark
1: okay they do all right all it was in my head I was thinking to myself I remember the Cessnas generally a lot a lot of them are seaplanes so I thought I'd have a look and put the 180 in the first fucking thing I've come up with is the fact that it's seaplane I'm thinking hmm why would they be, have a seaplane there because that's like pretty fucking landlocked isn't it where this has happened yeah, but they do make them with but, as well. But, but then I have found that there is... You, you they're can, one of the most popular light aircraft them. ever made. Oh, I mean, no, loads there's of people lo- flying. Yeah, there's but fucking there's, thousands of damn things. But there's lots of different models. You've got mm. the 180, the 182, the 185, the 172. So that's why I typed in the 180. Well, either way, the, the, it's,
0: it's fucking in pieces, to be fair. Yeah, this yeah. This
1: particular one. I was one. But my, my point was, I was wondering mm. whether that was a bit of a cover-up in itself... Maybe that they just dumped a fucking old plane there. No, like, it's in pieces made there by a fucking flying saucer. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, but they've had this crew go in, yeah, to do a clean-up, and they've just taken the saucer away and left mm-hmm. the plane. Oh, well, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, but why would you? Because surely there'd be so much evidence around that fucking broken plane. Now you take the flying saucer, leave the plane and go, ha, bird strike. Mm. yeah but there'd be enough evidence around the plane to tell you what happened to it yeah so different there could be fucking markings on it from this whatever's hit it I doubt it's really just gone straight fucking through it
2: we don't know do we but yeah I just well, I, I find know. odd someone's killed all the soldiers and left the, the spacecraft
0: no one's killed all the soldiers they've all been killed by a contaminant leak ah from what though okay. from the saucer
1: Right. How many, how many soldiers
0: was this? But twenty-four Mexican soldiers. I've heard in accounts. Twenty-four, all dead. Sat there, not violently dead, not skinned alive, not like blood oozing from mm. them. Where were they found? Sorry, in like, the desert by the by the saucer.
1: They got no hazmat suits on. They're just in uniforms. So hold on. So they found the who found the saucer, then? After that, then. So I the American recovery yeah. team—they're yeah. on scene now. Dutch. So the so the so the Mexican recovery team goes in. They then stop. Yeah, yeah. So then they send in the American. Recovery the Americans recovery team. are like—they look at the satellites and, and the, and the and air and spy yeah. plane
0: photos and go, "That convoy hasn't moved stop in a few moving. hours. Yeah, yeah. We should probably go and have a look at that." So they do, and find, and then find these oh, twenty-four yeah. Mexicans mm-hmm. all slumped in their seats. With this thing sat on a flatbed truck. I think it's Jim Hopper, the Green Berets at Fort Bragg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched
0: Predator too on really. <laughs> You have.
1: <laughs> so, so then, okay. So, so what's happened then? Then what, what? Well, fearing there may be
0: some contaminant or radiation involved, the now killed other men, more personnel equipped with protective suits are brought in, as well as more helicopters, and efforts began to have the strange object move somewhere else. According to witnesses, sand-coloured, unmarked helicopters descended on the site and whisked the mysterious object away to an unknown location. So either Area 51 or Wright-Patterson Air Force Base Hmm. is the two leading theories on that. So Mexicans aren't in hazmat suits. The US soldiers are. Yeah. Hence the 26 pages in the Majestic Troll Report telling you how to approach
1: and oh, deal with crashed weird. UFOs. Just in case. Mm. Trial and yeah, error. Yeah, yeah. Well, even so we sent a load of guys in first, they all died. Even just the radiation from being yeah. out in space.
2: So they could have saved them, Mexicans' lives, really. If
1: Mexicans. they'd have told them, yeah. if the Mexicans had said we got them, a crashed UFO, they should have, yeah, if you, may them, wanna, you may want to get your guys in hazmat yeah, yeah. suits. Yeah. If they'd have let them get involved in the first place, they'd have been like, hey guys, guys, don't fucking go down in your bloody combats, you yeah. dicks. In your shirt sleeves. <laughs> 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 fucking get some hazmat on. Get your NBC suit on at least. Yeah, well, they all they should have all had them in them days. I do know
0: the Mexican army's trotting around with them in in that in a field kit at that point. I mean,
1: no, you they don't know of their equipment at this point, are they? You thought they'd have, given the circumstances. But of- remember, though, they may been, they may never have picked one up. Yeah. This could be
0: their first, yeah. and no one else yeah. has told them. Because you're not going to go they with the Americans. sharing hey, uh, information. Hey, yeah. uh, you know them, them UFO with the flying saucers. Uh, should we put hazmat suits on to go near that? Or... Uh, I like, don't you know what you're on about. Stop dreaming. You, you know, stop taking the tequila, you crazy Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> now, according to witnesses, sand-coloured, unmarked helicopters descend on the site and whist it away. Hmm. In some version of the story, he even said the US military made sure to destroy the crash site, apparently with a briefcase nuke. So about a kiloton of explosive... Oh. Of nuclear, a nuclear blast. stuff to wipe out anything within a mile at least. Yeah, like a mile. So you're taking out any evidence and these Mexican soldiers' bodies and any contaminant that has escaped in a nuclear fireball. And before anyone says, but Ben, surely the Americans nuking parts of Mexico would lead to complaints from the Mexican government. I don't think they're going to complain in this circumstance, are they? Well... The US has kind of nuked Mexico a lot. Has it? Has it? Well, not nuked them on their soil, but the amount of fallout the Mexicans have received from tests in the New Mexico area the Nevada area when that wind shifted. Yeah. Mm. You know, they've received a fair... Indirectly, uh, yeah. Indirectly a fair bit of fallout. And in the 60s, an American ICBM that wasn't armed with a nuclear weapon that was being tested... It, it was uh, 75 feet long and weighed like a, a, like a good few tons, seven and a half tons. Went off course and then slamming into this chihuahua area of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad, apparently. They even got Werner Von Braun to go down there and, and have a look at it. it why it had gone so far wrong, so badly wrong. So it's not the first time that the Americans had destroyed a chunk of Mexico, in yeah. all fairness. Mm. And L. Ron Hubbard started shelling their island, didn't he? That's
2: true. <laughs> the, <it> was, <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. When Elron was in the Navy, for mm-hmm. some reason... Elrond Hubbard, obviously head of Scientology, had this fantastic fictional career record in the Navy. That's right. And he was only sort of ever on coastal defence for the US, and he was sailing around his, I think he had a destroyer. And for some reason, unbeknownst to anyone, he just started to shoot at a Mexican island <laughs> with his main gun. Which could have caused a war between the US and Mexico. Uh-huh. And so I was like, what the hell? Why are you expending this ammunition? What the hell's going on? <laughs> Why are you firing it just because you want to? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't do that, though, did he? Yeah, he
1: did. Yeah. How, how
0: did he do that, though? Because he was in charge of this destroyer, and he just thought, I'm going to fire my guns at that little island for a laugh. Just test shot, kind of Maybe. thing. Maybe, and he's... You know, it belonged to Mexico and should the Mexicans have got it up into to your it could have led to a bit of uncomfortableness. Fucking you know. <laughs> hell. Check out our Scientology episode. He was a Roman one. But he. but he also spent ages depth charging a particular spot because he was convinced there was a Japanese submarine there and he was bringing in extra ammunition and other ships arrived and they were depth charging this particular area and they got all the way to the fucking like, the and he was like what are you doing with all these depth charges? And it turned out his sonar had been picking up a mineral deposit on the seabed. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a U-boat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so all these soldiers, all the Mexican soldiers, dead. The Americans have nuked and cleansed the area and stolen the crashed UFO for themselves. That's finders keepers. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's normal procedure, is it, for the Americans? <laughs> I think that I actually think nuking the sites. I mean, it's bad, but at the same time, you know, if there is anything, you don't want alien contaminants getting out there, do I just, you? I
1: just keep thinking him, uh, hearing in my head. America, fuck yeah, coming along to save the motherfucking day, yeah. yeah. Nuking Mexico, <laughs> stealing crashed UFOs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I just think America, world yeah. police. Yeah. It is so fucking true, isn't it?
0: Yep, yeah.
1: it's true.
0: Now, it seems the story of this incident first came to the attention of UFOologists in 1992, when a mysterious anonymous document titled Research Findings on the Chihuahua Disc Crash was anonymously sent to a number of UFO researchers in the United States and Europe and addressed to all Deneb team members from JS. What does that mean? Deneb is the name of the report. Mm. It's titled... It's the Deneb Report. So JS, we don't know. Okay. Possibly the most famous UFO researcher to mention the incident is Leonard Stringfield who mentioned it in his 1994 publication UFO Crash Retrievals, Search of Proof in a Hall of Mirrors. He was very impressed by the document and was convinced it was authentic when saying it was authoritatively written using correct military terminology un- unlike a hoax draws a line between so-called hard evidence and that which is speculative. It is unknown where the document originated from or who wrote it, making it impossible to verify as real or a hoax. Is it difficult to mimic military terminology? I think it's difficult for a, a UFO Civilian. researcher to. I think someone who served obviously yeah. would do it. Yeah. I could probably do it. Pete could probably do it. Mm. In the way, you know, there's a, a, a very specific way of writing a, a yeah. report or a document in the military. Because you remember, they love them acronyms. Mm. They love an acronym. And the more acronyms you can throw in, the more authoritative you sound. Mm. Yep. And efforts were made to track down more information on the incident, and it seems that some elderly eyewitnesses in the Kiome area remembered seeing the helicopters, or even seeing the actual collision itself. But there is no physical evidence remaining. The only corroborating evidence is that all researchers all the researchers have managed to do is track down the elderly locals this is far from proof of a downed alien spacecraft and only serves to make it more enigmatic
1: good word Uh, isn't it
0: the case was further powered into public consciousness with the release of an episode of the cable television series UFO Files which did a segment on it called Mexico's Roswell now what happened over that desolate desert wasteland on that fateful day is it a real case of UFO and aircraft collision or just another spooky story Obviously, you know, I'm sure Mike's on the fence. Yeah, but I'm more leaning towards his bollocks. No, there's no
2: evidence. Whose bollocks are you leaning towards? Uh, it's just hearsay, isn't it? It's just a, some anonymous report they picked up in 1992. Mm. It explains everything nice and neatly. Nah. It is a shame me, there is uh, no,
1: no hard evidence no. whatsoever. Look
0: at it this way. If that report... This happened in 1974. Mm. The report comes is leaked in 1992. That is a long enough time for someone who'd have been involved in that crash as a junior officer or someone who was there to get to old age and think, fuck it, I'm releasing that. Mm. Maybe. It's possible, but... I'm not sure. You know, you're talking a good 30 years there. Someone who maybe the guy who was in charge of that operation thought, you know what, I'm leasing it. I'm leasing the Deneb report. People need to know. What year was it? Mm-hmm. 74, it was the it was the incident, and 92 was the Deneb report released.
1: 18 years later. So it? it's
0: long enough for the, the guy who was running the operation to have come to retirement and gone, you know what, fuck It, it. is possible,
1: but mm-hmm.
0: I think it's like that.
2: But the Americans gonna nuke Mexico as well, that's <sighs> highly unlikely. It's a bit of mile Even blast. With a has
0: It's a bit of And This is desert. It this is lie. uninhabitable Mexico, desert. They would have known. Mexicans, I thought they were doing them a favour. <laughs> but still you'd think <laughs> that Mexico would have complained. The just died. Yeah, but you can always put that <laughs> down to a fucking air an helicopter crash or something, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how often are how often are the fatalities in training?
1: Mm. You know, an helicopter goes down, twelve people die. Well, it happens in you know. Happens in, in, in our
0: military. It happens in every military. Guys
1: in Brecon yeah, beacons, yeah. and that not not that many years ago. That's it. I mean, it's, you've got no one coming forward.
2: No, there's yeah. no one come out and said anything about yeah, it. Yeah, why? The only the only evidence is some researchers went down, interviewed the elderly local population who said they remember seeing a crash in the sky back in 1974. I can't remember what happened last week.
0: Not 18 years ago, can you? Well, yeah, but they're not on a constant diet of weed. Uh, <laughs> probably peyote, probably <laughs> <laughs> Probably
2: hallucinating that night. Right?
1: I've got quite a vivid vivid memory. And, have you? Yeah, oh, man, and shit. I think something big like that as well, you bloody proper remember it. Well, I thought I saw it, might have seen a UFO
2: when I was about 10, my bedroom window, but your mind plays tricks on you it could have just
1: been could have been anything could see it? when I saw one there was like nine of us and we all saw it yeah. so I, I was always glad that it wasn't just me on my own I'm yet to see anything I've thought as a UFO hmm. I, 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 I genuinely am I've yet to see anything and I want
0: to I desperately want to and I think that's probably why I never
1: have see we lived near an airbase as well so all of us were fluent oh, yeah. in yeah. different the cheers of the planes We knew what what planes planes. moved, (laughs) sounded, and there was no fucking sound. Mm. There was no sound, but it was visible. Was it a triangle? More of a diamond? Could have been a top secret test airplane. Mm. Well, the thing is,
0: it's a UFO.
1: Oh, that's it's an it, unidentified yeah,
0: yeah. flying whether it's man-made or yeah. whether it's None an alien of us could craft. Identify
1: it. Definitely, it was, an, uh, it was an unidentified so craft. A diamond,
0: it was. Could have been I mean, the, the Calvin incident, the, the photograph with that—that that was a diamond-shaped
1: craft. Mm. But this was lying down on the floor, looking up. We saw something. You, you kind of like put that as a, mm. a diamond shape, it's probably. Like you kinda it, yeah, you've, t-
2: you've and said it. it kind of went yeah. over
1: like that, and we all yeah. saw it. And it was big enough that we should have heard it mm. or it was so fucking big, it was that far away we couldn't hear it. Yeah. So either way, either yeah. one of those solutions is really fucking there's, weird. There's <laughs>
0: reports of UFOs being seen in the sky that are like a fucking aircraft carrier size.
1: Yeah. Well you know that would kind of if if it was high enough for us not to hear it, then you're talking this would have been the size of a fucking football stadium it must, it, you know what I mean it, it yeah I'm not been... saying that
2: all UFO sightings are I think this particular one I'm not, I'm not buying it's,
1: it's hard to it's hard to buy because there's no fucking evidence whatsoever it is just pure hearsay
0: I think that the what the detail that grabs you the most is that the Mexican guy is dying and the US popping over then yeah because it's like if they've never done that before and the US have Mm. that information is not really going to be shared between governments so, oh by the way we had a UFO crash the other week and you may want to get you ever have one you may want to get your guys to put on some hazmat suits what about the radar? the radar you can't write off can you? because it's radar. Was yeah. that, is There's,
1: that concrete evidence that radar bit
0: is yeah, that the, uh, j- what is concrete about this is that there was an object that eye in the sky that was doing that speed is and it, it did and collide so with this wasn't in that 1992 report well, I'm this. If that's being labelled as though it's either in the report or it's, it's logged, just because. It, well, it must be logged because there's an aircraft gone missing, so it'd be actually logged somewhere. Hmm. Wouldn't it? Has an aircraft gone off your radar screen and hmm. another one appeared?
1: Hmm. Yeah, but has anyone gone back into the records of that night? That's kind of where I was going on that. Is that concrete evidence? I'm assuming that, would that they would record, have in yeah. that
0: scenario because, let's face it. Are we just taking what this. It backs up. Says. It backs up the report then, doesn't it? That there was some, something happened that day. But yeah. that's the same as Roswell,
1: isn't it? Something happened that day, we'll just never know what. No. would be nice for them one day to release. It
2: was
0: just aluminium, aluminium foil, wasn't it? And
2: some,
1: and some sticks. The
2: weather balloon. It was it's a, a, a weather balloon. balloon.
0: <laughs> a weather yeah. balloon. Project Mogul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Of course it was. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Project Mogul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
2: it probably was, wasn't it? <sighs> Did we come to that conclusion... When I was obviously on the fence, but <laughs>
0: leaning, leaning a bit more towards. With that, I think I don't know. I don't think it was a weather balloon. I think yeah, the evidence. I think eyewitness testimony points away from that. Hmm. I know that I've what's, listened to what's several interviews.
2: is that the US Air Force came out and said yes, it's a UFO straight away.
0: Jesse Marcel said it's a UFO, uh, and he
1: was fucking convinced until the day he died that it was a UFO. Problem was his higher ups went. Can't say that, it's yeah. gonna create fucking panic. No, 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 that's not what it was. That was, you know, that his was son trouble. allegedly yeah. handled the material. His dad bought
0: some home and mm. he, you know, screwed it up and they screwed it up and it sprang back out, no creases in it. And he was fucking convinced on the day he died and he served in the US Air Force as well as well until he retired. And then, you know, he was obviously asked, to, he didn't say a word about it while he was in when he came out. You know, that's when he was like, people started to track him down and say, well, you know, you're the son of Dr. Jesse Marcel. Oh, sorry, Jesse Marcel, the son was a doctor. He was just, he was Jesse, Jesse Marcel the second, or wasn't, they all got fucking three or four names. Either way, he was convinced what he saw, and the same as his dad was convinced of what he'd seen. Now, he you know, says that wasn't the stuff he was shown the first yeah. day when he went in the office the second day. Mm. Some of the Roswell stuff's crap. Like the mortician, I think he's telling porcupines, mm. to be honest. or he's misremembering the stuff. The alien bodies, you don't believe in that. Yeah, I don't think he saw that, no. Mm. I don't, I don't, and he's like the nurse sprang up and said, oh, I was seeing a nurse and she drew me these pictures and it's like,
1: nah, they've never been able to track that nurse down. Mm. But is that uh, because... Roswell's one of the best. is that because is she was found out that she was in contact with him and she was quickly fucking... Well, no one with the out.
0: name names no one with that name served at that base at that time they could have falsified records yes of course he could have they could have given her a new identity quite and easily got rid of her who knows but i find it I, he's just he, he and he came on the scene like a good 30 years after the main the whole when it enjoyed a revival and he's like you, you're a ninety year old man now and you're remembering stuff from 1947 i don't trust your memory buddy you know, it could have been that the it could have been that the bodies were chimps they were firing up into rockets. You know, they were testing missiles. They were putting chimps in them. They'd have had the hair burnt off, and the craft had been child-sized. Yeah, could be. Could have been that. Did they find something? Well, I won't ever fucking know. I leaned, I, I do think things.
2: Roswell's one of the better ones, but well, I'm still not sure about it. But no, But Kiyome,
0: this one? I'm not. No, not for me. I find it interesting, I like this. I think it's kind of, it's creepy that all the soldiers were dead when the Americans get there. If this happened. If this happened. Let's assume it did for the point of this point. Mm. I like that, I think it's a creepy little detail. It's like, oh yeah, alright, so that shows the Mexicans have never had one. The US are quite well practised in this because the Majestic majestic twelve files were written 26 years before this incident.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying it isn't possible, it is. I think... Uh, but I think unlikely. I, I'm more on your side, mm. Mike, definitely. I do think there's a couple of interesting parts, if they were true. Yeah. But with absolutely no evidence whatsoever, it's hard to... It is, isn't it? It's hard to say, yeah, that's true. If they could say... To, if, if there was, like... If there was pictures... Yeah. Pictures of that fucking satellite... Or people came out. Five or six people came yeah. out and said, yeah, But even happened. if they had, like, pictures that were... Because if they happen, you know, if the convoy, the Mexican convoy, mm. if there are pictures that would, would be kept on record of that convoy, and then they could say, "Look, this is where it stopped." Yeah, but well, they ain't going yeah, to disclose that, are they? Mm. This my Here's some dead Unless Mexicans. You, this oh, no. is my point. Unless you see something like that, yeah, that's it. Yeah. There's yeah. no. There's no evidence. Just for this an anonymous one. report that could yeah, be fake. Really is. Yeah, it's, it's very if it's one funny. of the things that they, they allowed. Out in the um, domain, in the open to the public, because they released thousands of UFO files, didn't they? uh, Yeah, but none of them are really good. No, not particularly. But yeah, so if they started to release some of the juicier ones, because maybe this is what they're doing—soft disclosure. Soft disclosure, yeah. It's soft disclosure. So potentially, anyway, if that is what they're doing, starting with like. Oh, there's nothing juicier at all, but this will pique their interests and make them think, okay, we don't have to be so scared. Then the next one that comes out will be a little bit more like... It'll be like this, and this dude's dying. Yeah, it? this is where we have found some bodies of aliens, and, and then this would be the last one to come out. Yeah, anybody that's come in contact with them, they've all died gruesome deaths. Yeah. So... <laughs> the insides <laughs> are just liquefied. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, so is it that soft disclosure way of doing it maybe and this might be the kind of thing we do hear about but in another 50 years
2: maybe maybe
1: Who knows? I'm actually on the fence with this yeah hmm.
0: you were just on the fence but which way are you leaning? I'm, I'm sat just right on the middle of the fence and bollock 50, side. 50, you want to believe 50-50? I'm 50-50 yeah you want to believe, but believe I've but you... got the fence post betwixt my cheeks. <laughs> you want to believe but
1: you can't
0: yes I think because I deep down I do believe that the US has recovered crashed alien craft and <laughs> stole them off the Mexicans I think <laughs> that they'd have that op- I think they'd have the machi- the logistics and the machinery to put this kind of thing into place very quickly and should there have been a crash then they'd have been those guys would have, like, as soon as they re- as soon as that plane went down and they had that unidentified radar they're yeah, probably they, within half an hour those dudes would be like on half an hour notice to move yeah. and they'd be there within yeah. a couple of hours yeah. you know waiting to see if A, the Mexicans are going to pick it up, or B, and they're all going, why aren't they wearing... They're probably watching it on a satellite feed, going, why aren't they wearing the hazmat suits? Does anyone want to tell them they're all going to die? You Never know, been told to stay away. <laughs> you know, they know no, we got told this wasn't a UFO, so we, we couldn't tell them. Mm. You know, I, I just think that the machinery, the logistics, and the, and the expertise are there for them to go in, swoop in, get this thing... And get out again. And the Mexicans can never complain because they'll admit they had a crashed UFO and didn't tell anyone else. Mm.
1: Fair enough. And 24, their soldiers are dead. Mm. Here's one bit of something you could potentially find is evidence of the crash of the Cessna 180. You could find yeah. out that, find out whether that ties into this story as well. That's the only other one- Bit of slight evidence you could get is yeah, but then is that genuine? It could have been anything
2: that took that plane down. Couldn't it? Yeah, could they're not that, they're, lightning.
1: They're not the most robust of planes. God no.
0: In fact, I think you remember that birds would take it down. Do you remember that footballer who signed yeah, for Salah. who did he sign for? Cardiff. Cardiff when they were in the Premiership. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, listener. They, they literally flew him over the channel and assessed him, but was just mysteriously crashed and no one knows why. Mm could have just paid for an easy jet for him but no no they thought they'll oh, fly him over
1: private plane they did recover the plane that yeah, they did recover yeah. it but I don't
0: think they ever found out why it went down
1: mm-hmm. shame that was What
0: shame I was stuck a venture on it
2: and the the pilot was like joking up. that this was gonna this plane's gonna fall to
0: pieces and yeah. the yeah fucking yeah. hell
1: <laughs> yeah he messaged his sister yeah. or something yeah. or his or his one of his loved ones Me- mental in it
0: oh, why did they just send get him an easy jet ticket it'd
2: be cheaper I know and then they found you know at the bottom of the channel.
0: Right, should we call it a day? Do some fucked up facts? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So it's gonna go out, we're gonna do the, the do. do the single differently, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I'll do Claire's bit. <laughs> I'll do Pete's bit then. Facts, facts,
1: fucked up facts,
0: facts, 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 facts. facts, facts. facts. Alright. Weird news. Not weird news. What the fuck am I saying?
1: Fucked, Fucked up facts. facts. God, it was only like three seconds ago we sat that, <laughs> sang the theme song. No. I know. Most Brits
2: have said I love you to three or fewer people. Three Most or fewer.
1: People. I've said it to lots of people. <laughs> lots of yeah. people. I love my mates and I tell yeah. my mates I love them and things like that. Yeah. So, Yeah. But yeah.
2: If you count your family and friends and that, yeah, loads more. But to actually, love, love is romantic, a sexual love?
1: romantic love. I think it means twice. like romantic love. Well, I've probably said it, but yeah, I've been in love a few times.
2: Yeah, three times I've been in love, but twice I've ever said
1: it. Okay, at least half a dozen times. Twice, I've felt it more than I've been able to say it. <laughs> My nickname <laughs> is Romeo, though. After all, yeah. well, <laughs> Mine's a swan's neck. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, nah, I think yeah, at least at least half a dozen times. I've had I've had girlfriends that I've been with like for a year and a half, and, and by always... that point you are telling them you love them because if you didn't, it probably <laughs> <would have laughs> carried on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I'd say
0: three, two to three, maybe another one, but I haven't meant it when I said it. Yeah, which is tragic, which is horrible. Sorry, listener. I don't want to hurt her feelings. let I say sorry to the girl, the listener? You I don't bastard. is listening, so I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't listen to this podcast.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, shit, you twat. <laughs> People
2: who swear more are more honest. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah. When they call me honest, fucking Mike Van Oven.
1: I do a funny fucking politics that is. I'm mm. fucking honest. To be fair, we all do have potty mouths. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm so yeah. Because you just say what's on your mind. That's my problem. I say exactly what my brain thinks. We're just too honest, I think. We're just too honest.
0: Not Prince Andrew, he never swore once in that interview. Finally. Yeah. He was, of course I didn't got to fucking Epstein's Island I'm a man of honour. Fucking go, man of honour I am, son. If he'd have said that, I'd have gone, yeah, he's a lion. Yeah. I've got to watch that. I've never watched it. Oh, I watched it to chew myself up and feeling down. It's that much of a car crash. It's that hilarious?
1: Channel 4 have done a satire version, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, it was a musical, so I didn't watch it. (laughs) I don't watch musicals. Was it actually a musical, was Mm. it? Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was, yeah. I I remember the advert. I nailed it!
2: (laughs) Can anyone guess what's on the Australia's Parliament
1: building? A kangaroo. Coat of arms. A kangaroo. No, a kangaroo, a koala, and a croc. No, you're right with the first one. Ah, oh, kangaroo. kangaroo. Something
2: of a kangaroo. A bollock. Yes! A kangaroo bollock. Why is there a kangaroo bollock
1: on the Australian coat of arms? I don't know. Does not say why? Because they'll they have their they... testicles down under, mate. Oh. That's why they call it down
0: under. I just thought Australia was... I thought Mad Max was a documentary. It was. Yeah, that's <laughs> why you saw Australia was. It really was.
2: The Egg Mayonnaise World Championships. Oh, Egg mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Oh, that's
1: got to be Australian as well. Yeah.
2: The Egg Mayo Championships, mate. French, isn't it? Mayonnaise. Oh, uh, but the Aussies love it. It has an official watch branded with the phrase Les temps, percent, les Oufs du terrible French.
0: Right. oufs for a start. I don't know that much. Yeah, there
2: you go. It means time flies, eggs last. Eggs don't last, though. No, they don't. But <laughs> it is put in the fridge. quite lasts quite a while. Mm. But they, yeah,
1: there you go. I fucking I hate mayonnaise. I don't mind mayonnaise. <laughs> lovely with a bit of sriracha mixed in. Yeah, nice. Nom, 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 God's nom. nom. stuff. Well, you definitely wouldn't like sriracha. Of course I wouldn't. sounds terrible. It's lovely. It's just spicy. Very tasty, though. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not down for it. During the
2: 1920s, a group of women from Washington, D.C., Made an anti-flirt club with such rules as don't fall for the slick, dandified cake-eater. The unpolished gold of a real man is worth more than the gloss of a lounge lizard.
1: (laughs) Alright, okay, fair enough. So in other words, the the peacocking ones at the bar, like flashing it all, are dicks, generally. And the ones that sat in the corner being a bit more subtle about things. With his flat cap and his unpolished yeah. gold. Yeah. He, he's a real man. He's an hard worker. Yeah. He's got that by himself. That, that's just generally the way it should be, isn't it. So, yeah. Fair enough.
2: Before her death in 1891, the wealthy French socialite Anne Goguet left 100,000 francs to be awarded for the first communication with another planet. Mm. Wow. Well, Contact with Martians was not eligible because the existence of life on Mars was sufficiently well known. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really.
0: They all thought it was, though. Um, they did think, yeah, yeah. Think what? They all thought there was life on Mars. That's yeah. what I mean. Because of the canals. They, when the first guy looked at Mars through yeah. a telescope, he thought that he thought he was seeing canals, and yeah. not, they just, well, and they pretty would... much thought that all the way up to. They got to Mars, weren't they? I'm yeah.
1: pretty sure from... You mean when Buzz
0: Aldrin went on, the, on five Saturn V struck together in the 80s? Mm. Allegedly. What? Did he? There's I a rumour, the there's a big, there's a space, secret space programme rumour that Buzz Aldrin was the first man on Mars and he went up on like five Saturn 5 rockets struck together. He was the first man on Mars. That's the
1: conspiracy <laughs> theory. How like bollocks to me. That's the conspiracy theory. But I do believe there was life on Mars. I reckon there was. There I'm was. There was, was a BBC show called that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think there was. War of the fucking
2: Worlds. Well, you if, get you, on. if you believe Randy Cramer is fighting insectoids on
0: there, right, as we <laughs> speak. No, he's not anymore, no. Oh, no he's, he's retired. He's, he's retired are. now. He was a super soldier, though. Allegedly. Captain America on Mars. whole army of them Pete. Snapping insectoid necks on your behalf. Oh dear, oh dear. We really should revisit that one. It just sounds like
1: an episode film called Starship Troopers to me. No, 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 no. Nothing to do with that.
2: <laughs> Before the 18th century, teeth were pulled out without anaesthesia. Oof.
1: Yeah, my brother's experienced that. Mm. Poor little sod. He was about nine or ten. Went into the dentist. Heard an almighty fucking scream. Me, my mum, and me brother. Sat in, in the waiting room with an almighty scream, didn't think nothing of it. A couple of minutes later, and brother came out holding his face like bloody kind of rag holding his tooth. And um, yeah, he'd fucking pulled it out, but he'd, he'd not even put anything mm. to numb his face, he just literally pulled it out. Fucking hell, believe off. It. it. It wasn't long after that we changed dentist, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm not, I'm not kidding you, fucking just pulled it out with nothing. Mm. Well, one method
2: they used to use involved tying a string around the tooth and playing a drum in the background to distract the patient.
1: The and drum beat would get louder
0: and louder as the moment of tooth pulling grew nearer.
1: Is that when they'd slam the Seems door? like a lot of effort. Some yeah. bloke
0: drumming while you're having your tooth pulled out. I mean, how long's it's taken?
1: Who knows? I have done the old piece of string trick with a door with my kids. It does work.
0: Yeah. So I know, I've never had, I've never had a, a tooth pulled at anesthesia. That's not what I want to happen. In 1931, a
2: 17 year old girl named Jackie Mitchell struck out both Babe Ruth and Lou Gehring. Huh. Gehrig? Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig? I think. Mm-hmm. A few days later, the baseball commission avoided her contract and declared baseball, quote,
0: too strenuous for women. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, she just struck out our two best plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too strenuous for women, that is. <laughs> Did they not make a film about that? Did they? With Madonna in? Oh, no. Well, that was probably Priest 2 World War II. If Babe Ruth's playing, I'm sure it is. Mm. It's got to be. He was like the 1920s and that one, he. I don't know baseball very well. American listeners, Phil, to correct me. That film you're thinking of, Tom Hanks and Madonna, yeah. is uh, set during the war when all the men were off fighting so the women played baseball. Ah, right.
1: See, I can't remember it well enough I I remember it being yeah. a woman playing baseball.
0: I, mean, I think I've seen that film like twice, maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: She was hot in that film, though. Oh, Tom Hanks. That oh, Tom Hanks. I was on Madonna. He was really
0: hot. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> 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 whatever you want to, be, you want to go <laughs> for, whatever Pete. Want I don't judge you. If you're jacking off to Tom Hanks movies over Christmas,
1: <laughs> I was watching Castaway the other day. Were well, well, you jacking like, off to it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs>
2: He's running around half-naked most of the time. I don't know how you managed to jack off to Philadelphia,
0: though. This
1: when he's... Something on his managed. That's when he's wasting
0: away. He's
1: just... Yeah. Uh, so sexy.
0: You know, I, I popped round last week to see Mike, and he's like, you know what, Ben? we watched a lot of Nazi documentaries recently. <laughs> oh, he's just...
2: Right. Final fact. The man who invented the modern roundabout, the stop sign, the taxi stand... The one way street and the pedestrian crosswalk never learned how
1: to drive. Do you know, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> when, you were, when you were coming up, I, I thought to myself, I bet you didn't even have a fucking driving yes. license. <laughs> all the things drivers hate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, that sounds about fucking right. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Well, alright. Fair enough. I applaud
0: him for his efforts. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Carole may Crash and weird and, and fucked up facts. I've been Ben, thanks for listening. Don't ju- Drink the flavour don't join the cult, and please continue to listen into
1: 2023.
0: I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you.
1: And I've been Claire. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to Claire! <laughs> and I've been Pete. Take it easy.